everybody, welcome back to Moving Beyond Trauma. This is a really fun little project that I put together for summer of 2023. And it's a mini series. It's based on your questions and feedback and tiny topics that come up from my listeners and from my clients all the time. So I'm gonna be covering five things. Um, not necessarily in this order, I haven't decided the order yet. It's gonna be um, one on chill which is about the polyvagal theory. Can you be switched on and off at the same time? Which was uh, several people asked that kind of question. And really the answer is chill. <laughs> um, and this, the and mini episode is on that. There's one on fun, because that comes up a lot. Why would we not have fun? One on love, um, because with that, like without getting on a soapbox or anything about love, what have we got? Um, and then there's one on sleep, which is a major issue, major issue that affects so many people that I work with. Even though I'm no medical expert on sleep, I have put a lot of time and effort into learning as much as I possibly can and working with my people on how to help them get better sleep. And one on trust, which is often broken, whether or not you think that you've had a trauma or just a really rough time in life trust is often an issue and often comes up for me and for my clients and it shows up again and again in my work so I invite you to have a lot of fun um, pop in and out of the the mini series and uh, please keep sending in the questions and I'll keep answering them this is the second episode in the mini series for the summer of 2023 and we're talking about fun so I am going to talk you through what, what it is, what is the science behind fun. I'm going to talk about why you might want to make some changes and how you can do that. Um, so those of you who've been following me for a while, you know that my strap line is like, why do I do what I do is so that I can help people ease suffering and get the fun back. And the fun is really a massively important part of it for people. Every time I onboard a new client, they say to me that they are looking for some fun as well, because life is sometimes a real super drag. And we put a lot of effort into our lives. And it just doesn't always want to feel so heavy and so miserable and so thankless and all, you know, all that stuff. So it really matters to me. Um, the difference that having a bit of a laugh, even about serious subjects, can make. Now, the science behind this is super, super cool. Here, ready for a quick nerdy moment. Okay, so what it is, there's a massive difference in the studies on humour, laughter, and fun, um, between when you find something funny or being funny. So let's just get this clear right from the start. I am not talking about you being funny. That's a very different skill that uh, requires a subjective um, agreement by another person that you, in fact, were funny, um, that it requires you to think that you were funny. There's a whole like, no, I'm not talking about all that. This is about humour. This is about this really cool thing that happens with humans universally all around the world from wherever in the world is that they laugh at funny things and they find things funny. They find themselves funny, their environment's funny. They find dark things funny. They find absurdity funny. Humans have this capacity to laugh. Now, you could even say that some animals, I definitely know that some animals have a humour-like response, whether you would go down the, you know, go to argue whether they actually, that is humour. 
but that is the it's the character strength of humor or seeing the lightness in things seeing the fun in things um and it's really massively important when we are moving beyond trauma or in fact any tough old time in life whether it's trauma or not so um why might you do so that's what it is what it is is humor important oh and there's a great book on this if you um want to read a bit more and um, there's a great book called um humor comma seriously and that's written by jennifer aker and naomi bagdanas um i think it came out uh in 2021 or 2022, um, I heard them being interviewed by Chris Evans uh, in the UK and just thought, gosh, what what a great subject. Um, they talk about using humour at work and how to help yourself be funnier. So the whole book's a, a treasure trove if this is something that you think might really make a difference for yourself, for your team, for your family, whatever. Um, OK, so why? Why is this like catch everyone's attention so much? OK, so. Um, there's a whole bunch of research done. I had it, um, uh, quite an extensive look around, and I really love the research done by Professor Robert Proving in the University of Maryland. And there's why, when we find something funny, we can boost in the short term and long term. So short term, we find stress relief. It's actually like a medicine to the body. Um, laughter in particular. So his studies were definitely around laughter. Um, there's a stress relief from tension and we get an oxygen boost and our heart rate changes, which um, when you look into a lot of embodied work as I've done, when you do, like reading all, a lot about the heart, helping the heart to actually change heart rate is really good for it. Um, whether it speeds it up, slows it down or whatever, it's when heart rate doesn't make changes is when actually that can be connected um, to uh, other issues. Um, if you want to read more about that, have a look at my my research paper where I talk about heart, heart rate variability or, and other studies. Anyway, so there's your short term reasons why. So having a belly laugh about something or just a chuckle, you're going to be doing those four things. Stress relief medicine, relief from tension, oxygen boost and do something with your heart rate, change it and disrupt it somewhat, which is brilliant. Long term, you boost your immune system. The brain releases neuropeptides that fight anxiety and stress. Isn't that cool? Um, and it also releases natural painkillers and it boosts your positivity. And us positive psychologists absolutely get ourselves um, well excited about the idea of positivity, optimism, hope. What are all these wonderful, uplifting, change-making things, ways of being inside of us? What causes them? What boosts them? What improves them? Yada, yada, yada. So generally, positivity has a huge number of health improvements of health benefits if you like um so finding ways to have a laugh and to find the world funny has got like it's good for you okay so you're going to be like okay kate how well lots and lots of different ways um from just booking yourself out, you know for a night out watching your favorite comedian you know there's lots of ways of finding funny things um but how about some research into like noticing and savoring the funny things in your life. There has been in 2012, this study was done um, by Gander et al. And they 
because you probably heard and most people know that if you journal three good things every evening um, for um, up to 21 days, um, you will begin to shift your thoughts around gratitude and favouring the good things in your life. You will begin to feel naturally more positive, whatever. So that's known as three good things. And in the world of um, <laughs> the geeks that I hang out with, positive psychologists um, and coaching psychologists, uh, we all talk about three good things quite a lot. However, three funny things is an offshoot of that piece of research where they looked at, could you have some health benefits um, from journaling about three funny things? So the, the group journaled every evening for a week. So this is just a week and there's people with depression. And what they found was, so every, every evening for a week, this people with depression journaled about the three funny things that they either saw, heard, found funny, if they were funny, like anything, you just open your whole awareness towards the whole thing about what was funny today, what did I see funny, and you write about it. And at the end of the week, um, the, the depression had decreased. So like, okay, that's an interesting, you know, depression is a variable um, condition. It can change. Um, it's it's uh, actually not down to just one factor as well. So your depression could be down to a number of different factors. So that's an interesting uh, finding, but it's not. Um, you know, you're like take it. You take it lightly. Um, but nonetheless, how cool for those people! Imagine if that was you feeling depressed, and a week later you felt less depressed. That's cool. Um, However, what was really cool about this study was they found that even six months later, so it was a longitudinal study, even six months later, after having just done those three good funny things, sorry, three funny things for one week, people were still scoring higher on happiness. So their happiness scores were higher. So, and you're going to say, what's the control group, Kate? The control group, um, they just journaled um, for the same amount of time, but on some early childhood memories. So there you go. Uh, so my little fun trick for you is to have a think about journaling three funny things. Now, if you're not used to journaling at all, you get any kind of book or notebook and you put it somewhere where you, you make the habit easy. So if you always clean your teeth at night, um, then put it by your toothbrush. If you if you like to journal these things at night, um, put it by your bed. If you like to think, oh, no, I don't like to do this at nighttime. I prefer to do it first thing in the morning. Then put it by the coffee machine. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Play around with it. The whole thing about these things is to make them work for your life. The whole thing about this thing is you need to do it. <laughs> so we're going, oh, shit, I forgot. Oh, shit, I forgot. Oh, shit, I forgot. Okay. Because that happens a lot, right? I And one of the things that's me as a coach is that I help people a lot actually try and develop, not only identify that new habit that's going to help them, but help them to actually do it as well. So let me tell you, from one friend to another, find a way to make this new thing stick. You're only going to have to do it every night or once a day. I'm going to just go once in every 24 hours for a week. Can you do this? And then you write down three funny things. That's things you find funny, seen funny, thought were funny, ideas you had. Get your funny juices flowing. And if you find it a bit cruddy in the beginning and like you're a creaky old machine, then you have my permission to write a couple of good things that happened in the day as well. Because noticing, savouring, gratitude is all really powerful well-being boosters. So I promise you this little prescription <laughs> will do you some benefit. OK, you cannot do yourself any harm by doing this. If you find that your thoughts are spiraling super negative and that you cannot get them out of your boots, in other words, you're ruminating excessively negatively, that is a case where I would say to I would ask someone if you were being coached by me, I would ask you to let me know that that was happening because 
very rarely you can have a side effect where it does make you feel worse. And this is really working with people with clinical depression. So uh, that's the only thing. Um, however, most I don't think you're all going to be in that bracket. And I invite you to, you know, take good care of yourselves when you're doing this um, and notice what's normal for you and what's new for you and what works for you. And be the flipping expert in yourself like you normally are. OK, and do give me a message and let me know how you found this, because I just love hearing from you and take care now have fun with three funny things thank you for listening to moving beyond trauma if you find it valuable please forward it to others and be sure to subscribe to get the new episodes when they release you can find me on linkedin kate brassington and twitter kate brassington 3 and you'll find links and references to what we've covered in the show notes